Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Now I want to, um, I want to go to session number three on the prayer I pray for you every day. May the Lord hear and honor His word. I'm reading out of Numbers chapter 6, Numbers chapter 6, <clears throat> while we do this, you deserve to know if, there, if you have been assigned to a spiritual shepherd or shepherds, you deserve to be prayed for, in my opinion, continually, and you deserve if the word for shepherd is poimenos, it is the word that is also translated pastor. And a shepherd is one who feeds, one who encourages, one who leads, and one who protects. And sometimes that protection is through the correction of the Spirit and the Word of God. So I pray that if you do not feel a connection there, that you will ask the Lord where that shepherding, that pastoring is. I know that I have a pastor in my own life. You may be surprised to know this. I'm going to be 72 in less than 60 days. Every bit of my work is submitted to a man who is over me in the Lord. And I say to him, if you hear anything, anything that doesn't ring true to the Word and the Spirit of God, you let me know. Because I know I don't get everything right. But I want you to know that the value of connection with spiritual covering is extraordinary. If we could just get revelation of it and begin to participate in it. You can't just get a revelation of it, you gotta participate in it. So um, today is prayer number three. By tape last week we did prayer number two. Let me briefly review. Uh, John 17 is the prayer I pray for you every day. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, for all of those I pray for all of those, those partners of this ministry and their families, that you would keep them, that your joy would be made full in them, that you would keep them from the evil one, his every assignment, that you would sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. I ask you for greater unity in our body and in the body of Christ. I pray, God, that you would give us a deeper revelation that you love us the same way you love Jesus. It's in John 17. And then I pray that the Lord would give us a spirit of wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of our heart would be open, that we really come to know the hope of His calling. What are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in us? And what is the exceeding greatness of His power to the, toward those of us who believe? 
which was brought about when you raised Jesus from the dead and sat him at your right hand far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. You gave him the name above every name to the church. Not a day I want to go over the prayer I pray for you every day, the third prayer that I pray over you every day, and I know the Lord hears, and I'm going to tell you why. Let's go to chapter 6 of Numbers out of the Old Testament. This is sometimes called the Aaronic blessing. And if you've been brought up, as many of us have, in traditional um, uh, church experience, you have heard this prayer pronounced and sung continually. Verse 22, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron. Remember, Aaron was Moses' brother, and he was the head of the priesthood that was instituted under the direction of the Lord through Moses. Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the way, listen, you shall bless the children of Israel. You say, well, pastor, that was for the children of Israel. Did you know that the New Testament is clear? That all of us, all of us, read Romans 1 sometime, Romans 1 and 2, all of us in Christ Jesus are considered Jews and heirs according to the promise of God. Hallelujah. And uh, you better understand that we are all connected to the covenant people of the Old Testament. It is nauseating, sickening, and horrific that houses of worship, both in the Christian realm and in the Jewish synagogues, is happening today in our nation. It is horrendous. It breaks the heart of God. And the Lord said to him through Moses, here's what I want you to say to them. Understand that the way this blessing, this blessing is carried through a vehicle of words. You bless them, and here's how you do it. You say to them. Now, I want you to skip down to verse 27 for just a moment, and I want you to see the power of the spoken words from one somebody to somebody else, somebody who is assigned by God to pray over somebody else, I want you to see the effect and the benefit of that. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, that is the, the, the priest, they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. I want you to pray this blessing over them and that is going to put my name on them, and I am going to bless them because of what I have instructed you to pray for them. No wonder we ought to get under a prayer of blessing. There is a transfer agency through those who God has called out to, that, that comes on other people, and they don't even understand. They don't really recognize sometimes what's going on, but there is blessing that is transferred through the prayers of somebody else. You say, well, now, now Pastor, that was just Old Testament priest. Listen to this out of Revelation. How many of you know that's in the New Testament? Last book of the New Testament. Listen to this. Out of chapter 1 of Revelation, God is going to talk about you. In chapter 1, 
He says in verse 5, Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over all the kings of the earth. Listen to this, to Jesus, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Everybody say, that's me. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us, everybody say, that's me, has made us kings and priests. Kings to take dominion in this world in the name of Jesus, to cast down thrones and dominions in the name of Jesus, to bind and loose in the name of Jesus, kings to take dominion and priests to intercede, to instruct and encourage those that I've called you to. God has made us kings and priests to his God and Father and to him be glory and dominion forever. So what I'm trying to tell you is this prayer in, in, in Numbers now in this New Testament age is a sign to you as a priest in the kingdom of God. Does everybody understand that? God sees you, if you're born again, washed in the blood of Jesus, he sees you as a king to submit to his ownership and his rulership and to operate in his authority in your home, in your business, in your life. And he also has called you as a priest to minister through prayer and intercession and blessing and encouragement to those he's assigned you. Everybody say it with me. Ready? I am a king and I am a priest in Jesus' name. Okay, now back to our passage here, and I want to show you this incredible passage that I pray over you every day. And listen, this is not a yay me. I want you to get some revelation because God has put you over somebody to pray for on a daily basis. This is not, okay, this is for some exclusive called out man or woman, and it doesn't have anything to do with me. It has everything to do with you, your customers, your clients your patients, your family, those that God has put in your inner core, your circle, go to school on these prayers and begin to pray every day for those that God has put in your circle, your core. All right, now let's see what he says here. Speak to Aaron, tell them to pray this prayer, and let's look there beginning in verse 23. The Lord bless you, and keep you. Do you know what blessing means? It's not for something you say when somebody sneezes. Not something trivial like that. A blessing comes right from the very beginning of the heart of God. We find out when God created Adam and Eve, the very first thing he did is he blessed them. And that word in the Hebrew means at its basic root, to kneel. Do you know what that means? It means when God created Adam and Eve, he looked at them square in the eye, and what he was saying is, I adore you. I'm in love with you. The blessing of the Lord means he's in love with you. He adores you. He created you. He redeemed you. Why wouldn't he be? Well, it's all because of my sin. Listen, some of you are so self-conscious of your sin, you're not righteousness conscious of what Jesus has made you in God's eyes. 
to bless. The Lord bless you. And that word, if you look at that word and you study that word throughout Scripture, Old and New Testament, the best definition of what does blessing mean in the eyes of God, the, the description, the best one I've ever heard was taught me by a charismatic Episcopal bishop. Truth's everywhere. You know that, don't you? And nobody had a corner on the truth. And this is his description of what blessing means. It means to be supernaturally empowered by God in your spirit, your soul, your body, your relationships, your finances, and everything your hand touches to have the supernatural favor of God on everything. Spirit, soul, and body relationally, financially, in every, everything your hand touches, the blessing of God. And when you study the blessing of God from Old to New Testament, you'll find out he nailed it. The supernatural blessing of God. And so what God was saying to, to, to Moses, that he wanted to instruct the prayers, the priests, to get out there, and he, he instructed them, I want you to speak over the people all the time my blessing. Well, Pastor, if all we do is speak blessing, people won't get convicted of sin. Let me tell you something. You are not in charge of convicting people of their sin. That's the Holy Spirit's job. You need to stay out of it. You're going to make a mess if you do. And I can see most of you agreed with me on that. Experience, right? <laughs> the Lord bless you. The Lord supernaturally empower you and your spirit man to experience his love, his grace in, his, in your soul, your mind, your emotions, your will to have the peace and the joy and the order of the Lord in your body for there to be order and wellness in, in, in your work that you have the very blessing of God going, going before you, with you, and behind you. The Lord bless you and keep you. That means that He protects you and holds you near and dear to Him. He keeps you. We need to be kept, don't we? It's a dangerous world. The Lord bless you and keep you. Notice what He says in verse 5. This is what I want prayed over my people. God's telling, this is what I want prayed over my people. Bless them, keep them. The Lord make his face shine upon you. You know what that means? Pronounce over my people a blessing that lets them know that I take pleasure in them. When you go to prayer, do you subconsciously think, well, the Lord's not listening, he's not pleased. I did this, 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 and this. You probably did, but remember this, Jesus did this. It's not to take sin lightly, but can I tell you something? Until you really get more focused on the righteous gift of God in Jesus Christ, all you're going to do is continue to be a victim of your own flesh or the evil one and stay in condemnation. 
The Lord bless you and keep you. Protect you. The Lord make his face shine about you. He loves you. He's pleased with you. He's on your side. If God is for you, who can be against you? God, give us a revelation of this. That the Lord is making his face shine upon you. Now, you can shut that revelation out. But it's what God wants us to say. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious to us. We all know what the word grace means. It means God's favor and God's ability. If you're still working, you do know that you need favor and ability, don't you? If you are working at home, if you have retired and your assignment is in relationships and in prayer or the handy, whatever the Lord has assigned you, you do know you need favor and ability, don't you? Dean and I have purposefully taken on some tasks here in the last couple of years and uh, we pray for the favor of God because we didn't, we didn't have any ability in the flesh. We had to trust the Spirit for it on some assignments. And sometimes you've got to trust the Lord to send people along the way to help you. I had between 8 and 10 inches of water in my basement this week. Fun. Oh, my goodness. One of our deacons left what he was doing, brought a sump pump to my house, crawled in the mud all in the back of my, you should have seen him when he got out of that mud. He didn't know that when I appointed him a deacon, that was one thing he was going to be assigned to do. He hadn't resigned yet. What I'm trying to tell you is sometimes God's going to show, show you his favor by sending somebody with skin on to help you when you need it. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Let you know, radiate with joy. What, what's this? The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. What does that mean? It means... I want my people to know <clears throat> that when I see them, I radiate with joy. My countenance is lifted up. I've said this before over the course of many years. I love watching little children when they're in programs, when uh, they're the early elementary stages of their schooling, and when the school has a, a, a function where the little ones come up on the stage. I love to watch them because when they see their parents or their grandparents, their, their teachers told them, you stand there and you better not move. But when they see their parents or grandparents, the smile rakes out. You've, heard, you've seen the same thing, haven't you? It's called the lifting up of the countenance. You can't help it. What God is saying, I want you to know I'm going to want to bless you and keep you. I want my face to shine upon you, and you do something for my countenance. I beam with joy. I radiate with joy when I see you. God, give us a revelation of this. 
the old spiritual genetics of Adam keeps us from understanding how much our Father loves us. The Lord lift up His cup. This is what God commanded the people to pray over His people and give you peace. How priceless is peace? That internal order that is such a blessing. Say, Pastor, I don't know about all this blessing and everything, and this is just, no. See, it's all the way through the Scriptures. It's the first thing God said to Adam and Eve when He, when, when he created them. He blessed them and told them how much He loved them and then gave them dominion. God instituted it even after sin came through the, the prayers of the priests. You know what the first sermon recorded Jesus preached was? We call them the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed, 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 blessed. You know what the last thing Jesus said before he departed to ascend to be with his Father after the resurrection? Luke says, and he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. Talking about his disciples. The blessing of God flows out of his heart. And you are being prayed for every day for this blessing to be more revealed to you. Because you see, revelation comes before manifestation. There are those who say, well, if I had seen it, then I would have believed it. No, you've got to believe it before you see it. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Maybe we should go before the Lord and see what He does, how He wants to reveal to us His love, His blessing, and begin to believe it and walk in it and declare that it is the truth. And then we'll begin to see mighty things, I believe. The Lord bless you and keep you. I want you to bow your heads with me. You deserve to know that there's prayer going up for you. Now I want you to know that there are those who are on this pastoral staff who are ready, willing, and able to pray with you and for you at any time. Now we're not mind readers and we're not omniscient. You give us the favor of letting us know where and how you need prayer. We pray these prayers over you every day. There are specifics sometimes that we need to know and we invite you to let us know. So we can more finely tune those prayers. But I want you to know that there is a shepherd, shepherds praying for you every day. My 
primary responsibility is to feed you the Word of God, to lead you in the direction of the Lord in this church, to encourage you with the Word and by the Spirit. To say those things in the Word of God that bring loving correction to all of us so that we can better hear and connect with the blessing of God. If the Lord has given you an assignment that you would love for Dean and me, for the staff or elders of the church to pray with and for you, we encourage you to do that. If the Lord is leading you to teach or to lead or to form a, a group of discipleship, you would be better served if you would let your pastors know. Keep us in the loop so that we can pray and so that that anointing will increase over you in whatever it is that the Lord has assigned you to do. How many of you would say today, Pastor, I need greater revelation of the blessing of the Lord. I need greater revelation of the very heart of that blessing. I've allowed circumstances and events, experiences to cloud my view of how my Father sees me and it's caused me to misinterpret sometimes what His motives towards me are. And so today I'm asking the Lord to pull the curtains back by His Spirit and His Word and give me greater revelation of just how He feels about me. He is for me. I pray for you that the Lord will give you greater opportunities. I pray that the Lord will surprise you with His goodness. I pray that he will bless you in every way, spirit, soul, and body, relationally, financially, in every way. Would you say today, I, I want to be more receptive to the blessing of God, and I want to begin to see myself more through the lens that I am blessed. My Father has decreed it. I'm going to receive it by God's grace. If that's you today, don't you slip your hand up. Just right where you are. Thank you. Lord, grant, grant greater revelation to all of us that that blessing flows out of your love. Give us greater revelation of that love in the name of Jesus.
by the end of the week, you'll receive on our website and through email a way that you can just press a button. And this message, in a little more abbreviated form, about 15 to 20 minutes at the most, will be available to you if you need to share that with somebody else. Pray that you'll do it and receive from the Lord greater revelation of His blessing. Well, we're here for you. We look forward to seeing you in two weeks. Go with God. He's going with you. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.